This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Vicki. How are you? I'm doing great. What's new? Well, you know, um, I think one thing that's new that's very exciting for us is that we got our first sponsor, and it's Conscious Capitalism. I know. And I know. this so, is so funny because I don't know if you remember this, but years ago when we were kind of, I mean, we were maybe just starting to talk about your B Corp certification and um, all of that. I went to Whole Foods one day and saw this magazine called Conscious Capitalism. And brought it home and read it, and that is sort of one of the, the pieces that this actual organization uh, provides. And it was so exciting to me to see that. Um, and it's great that it's here now, too, in Indianapolis. Yes, I, I, I agree. It's, it's super cool that we have our first sponsor of the Taking Care in Business podcast. We thank them. And um, you can go back and listen to a, a podcast we had with them in a past season, actually. Yeah. yeah, so you can learn more about it. But I'm also super excited for our guest today. And you probably remember when I went on my tour of yeah. Goodwill here in um, central Indiana, I just was raving about how I had no idea they did this and I had no idea they did that. And um, so I've been wanting to have our guest, Kent Kramer, who is the CEO and president of Goodwill Industries of Central Indiana for, for a time now. Um, so we're going to have him, but first I want to tell our listeners a little bit about him. In April of 2015, the Goodwill Industries of Central and Indiana tapped him to this high leadership position after he had spent 12 years leading Goodwill's retail division. But as I found out, there's so much more to Goodwill than its awesome retail store program. As one of the largest Goodwill nonprofits in North America, Goodwill of Central Indiana strives to remove the barriers to education, employment, and health that so many individuals face in Central Indiana. It is the potential of those individuals that guides the strategic endeavors of Goodwill. It has identified and implemented innovative ways to combat the issues Hoosiers in poverty, with disabilities or other barriers face in their efforts to become independent and economically self-sufficient. Um, so no doubt, as we talk to Kent today, you're going to fill his energy and learn things about Goodwill that you never knew. And Kent, I know we told you that we were potentially thinking about starting off our podcast with the Taking Care in Business song. <laughs> so we, we didn't because we don't want to get into trouble. So can you <laughs> share with our listeners what you shared with us that we just laughed so hard? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, hello, everybody. Um, I, I spent much of my early career managing stores and uh, primarily for Sam's Club, and uh, we would open at 9 every day, 
And to get the teams fired up, about 10 till 9, I would play Taking Care of Business by Boston Turner <laughs> Overdrive to get people fired up. So uh, we all have a song in our, our heads now, so hopefully that's, uh, it's working for your audience. So, Kent, tell us how you – okay, we know you worked in, um, in Good, at Goodwill for 12 years in the retail side. And then you um, were tapped by the board and, um, and and your colleagues to be the new CEO. What was that like to have um, been so invested and then to be moved into, into such a serious, important role? You hear people talk about their dream jobs sometimes, and this was this was definitely mine. Um, you know, having the retail background, it definitely got my foot in the door. But learning the mission of Goodwill and the impact we were having on lives and seeing how those lives were being changed, uh, I knew I wanted to do as much as possible and grow as much as I could with the organization. So I, I kind of knew that early on. So, um, you know, put a lot of effort into it, went and um, obtained my MBA, uh, went through an executive development program with um goodwill international so you know kind of all working towards becoming a a goodwill ceo and and then to have it happen and have it happen in my home state uh it was pretty uh pretty special pretty overwhelming and i'm still very grateful for for that opportunity well that's great now goodwill is it you guys are set up as a membership organization is that right Yes, there's um, actually 161 Goodwills across um, North America, and we are one of those 161. The money raised, um, you know, through our Goodwill and the services provided uh, benefit the 39 counties in central and southern Indiana that we we do business in, and um um, you know, from the Goodwill International's perspective, um, we rank uh, number four in, in total revenue and number two in uh, total employees um, amongst all those Goodwills. And I, I always attribute it back, and I'm always thankful for the, the wonderful donors um, in uh, central and now southern Indiana that bring their goods to us and allow us to process it and uh, provide jobs and uh, a great place to shop, but also allow us to invest in other innovative ideas to help uh, change lives in the community. Well, and those innovative ideas are um, endless, and we, we certainly don't have enough time to talk about all of them, but I, I know um, from my tour and from also the pre-interview that there are some programs that are unique to um, to the organization you run. Uh, tell our listeners about some of those amazing programs and the plans for the growth in other um, uh, states, potentially. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a lot of folks know us uh, for our retail stores, and we do have those. We've got 74 of those uh, in central and southern Indiana. Um, within that retail division, we also do uh, an e-commerce uh, platform called shopgoodwill.com. And about 10% of our sales that we do in retail are online now. So that always um, kind of intrigues 
uh, folks when they learn that. Um, but outside of retail and outside of the donated goods area, we also got into education uh, a few years back. And uh, we opened our first uh, public charter high school, uh, an urban uh, setting uh, near our office uh, in downtown Indianapolis. And that's the Indianapolis Met. We've been operating that since 2004, and that's students aged uh, 18, 9 through 12. Um, but back in 2010, we uh, opened a adult high school, and that was the Excel Center. And in the state of Indiana, there are half a million, nearly half a million working-age Hoosiers that don't have a high school diploma, and really had no access to get one. So we started that first school in 2010. We opened it with 300 seats. And six months into the uh, operation of the school, we had 2,000 on the wait list. Gosh. And uh, we, we haven't really looked back since. We've been providing access and opportunity for Hoosiers to get that second chance at an education. And we now... Um, operate 14 of those uh, in in uh, central and southern Indiana. That's wow. just unbelievable. I, you know, and everything starts with education. Yeah, it does. It, and, it, and that is something that you guys are able to license too, right? Yes. So uh, we operate the 14 in uh, our geographic territory mm-hmm. for our Goodwill, and then we license it to six other Goodwills, uh, including South Bend. South Bend is a separate Goodwill. They've got three Excel centers operating, one in Gary, one in Hammond, and one in South Bend. And then we're working with Goodwills that are operating those schools, um, Austin, Texas, Memphis, Tennessee, Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, Washington, D.C., and uh, soon to open in uh, Missouri as well. And we're wow. working with several other Goodwills to, to do that. Congratulations yeah, you know. on that. I mean, that is that's to I mean to, to have other states modeling after you know what what Indiana has done to remove those barriers to education. What about um, barriers to unemployment? Yeah, so um, the unemployment rate for an individual with a barrier, and that's who we primarily work with. So we obviously with the schools we with people without high, but also we employ individuals that have criminal backgrounds, uh, as well as disabilities. And uh, if you fall into any one of those, um, I guess, as far as uh, a barrier, it is really, really tough to find a job and almost impossible to find a job that provides family-sustaining wages. So we really work with individuals and try and get them into our Excel Center. We work with individuals that have criminal backgrounds and provide them not only the um, uh, opportunity for work, but also how can we upskill them and how can we provide wraparound services to those individuals so that they can find prosperity through vocation. And that's, we really work hard amongst all our programs to connect them with education and employment. And we have found the secret sauce with any individual we work with is those wraparound services. And the wraparound services could be helping them with transportation or teaching them how to navigate transportation or uh, child care. Uh, sometimes it's um, 
we have individuals that deal with homelessness or insecure uh, housing. Um, and it, it could be food uh, insecurities. There's all types of barriers. And if you can help knock those down, we have found that our uh, success rate improves greatly with those that we're working with. I guess I meant barriers to employment, not barriers to unemployment when I said that. Um, Health-wise, I know that there are some programs uh, that I knew nothing about until I had the tour. So another uh, initiative that uh, Goodwill is involved with is a program called Nurse Family Partnership. And that is a program that we have operated in 2011. And that is where we pair a registered nurse, first-time expectant mother, and this registered nurse will visit from that first trimester of pregnancy all the way until that baby is two years of age. And um, she will start with um, lessons around prenatal vitamins and why it might be wise to stop smoking and healthy eating habits and looking at the environment that you live in and, um, you know, the curriculum changes or the, um, you know, what, what the, the lessons are change uh, each time as uh, you're up for that pregnancy. And again, it's two and a half years and the outcomes are one of the outcomes that you may not expect would be uh, the self-sufficiency of our graduates. And when we say graduates, this is that the, when the baby turns two, the mother and the baby graduate from the program, and it opens up uh, a slot for another expectant mother. Uh, but the self-sufficiency, because this nurse and the wraparound services that Goodwill provide, this young, um, um, you know, young mother with education and employment references, connecting them, uh, those types of opportunities. So the outcomes, the outcomes lead to more mothers um, obtaining their high school diploma, more mothers uh, obtaining work and working towards self-sufficiency as a family, moving on to post-secondary. So that's what, you know, from a goodwill perspective, we love that piece that it's workforce and education related. And then the governor and Indiana State Department of Health, they, they appreciate that, but they really love the outcomes, the health outcomes, um, because of this, um, you know, working with this mother and teaching her how to be a good parent and, and uh, herself, um, the birth outcomes are, the, the health outcomes of the birth are pretty uh, great, too. So almost 9 in 10 babies are born at a, a healthy um, birth weight, um, uh, about the same, 91% are born at full term, and um, about 69% of those smoking quit, 90% initiate breastfeeding, they get their immunizations, and, and what all this equates to is that uh, less, less babies enter at NICU mm-hmm. when they're born, they have uh, you know, fewer hospital visits after they're born, and so there's, there's besides the health outcomes, significant savings to the state. If these are multiple uh, births, that means the state is paying for those NICUs. The state is paying for that ex- extra time if needed in the hospital, um, and having that 
you know, that care guide, that nurse along the side really helps reduce those and improve, um, improve those outcomes. So we are, we're serving, uh, we're ramping up to serve right around 1,500 um, uh, families by the end of this year. That's incredible. Through that program. Yeah. And how long have you guys done that program? We have done that uh, since 2011. Okay. And um, uh, have cobbled together funding from the state, federal funding, philanthropic funding, wherever we could find money to connect a nurse <laughs> uh, with 25 clients. That's how many they work with uh, because the outcomes are uh, so incredible. Dr. Ted Miller did a, a study um, on this and showed that uh, nearly seven dollars uh, was returned back to society, society for every dollar invested um, wow. in this program. Yeah, I believe it. And uh, yes, it, it's it's uh, quite a thing. So that's why, you know, from a goodwill perspective, we love the health outcomes, and we love to see healthy babies being born. We love to see infant mortality uh, be reduced in the state. But to, to be able to do it with a uh, fiscally responsible program as well as showing actual outcomes, and this program has been around for 40 years. It just wasn't in Indiana. And, and we, along with uh, the hospitals and the State Department of Health, all helped bring it here um, back in 2011. That's great. Well, infant mortality is such an issue here in the state of Indiana. So it's great to know that you it guys is. are, are It is. It is. We – the state of Indiana, unfortunately, uh, ranks 44th in the nation uh, in infant mortality, and it's going to take it's going to take programs and investments in programs like Nurse Family Partnership to really get that um, to get that down, and that's that's what we're hoping we can can be a part of. Uh, Kent, there are some other programs. One in particular that. Um, you haven't talked about that I just uh, I, I think is 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 fascinating and that's one that I got to see when I was on the tour um, I think it's called Goodwill Guides where uh, there is employment within um, the Goodwill organization for other Indiana companies is that what it's called yeah so uh, we've got a couple and I'll just I'll briefly talk about both of them one is okay. Goodwill Guides and what a guide is, it is an individual that will visit all of our sites, retail, because that's where we have, um, you know, transitional employees, employees looking you know, to move up or move out. And they will sit down with anybody that raises their hand, and they will um, work with them to set goals, knock down barriers, but basically kind of be their guide to help them find uh, the best opportunity for themselves to be in a family-sustaining job that provides family-sustaining wages. So we've got those that travel all 39 counties and visit uh, our sites. And, and uh, you know, from a retailer's perspective, I love that. We can go in and you're giving people an opportunity besides the job, which is very important uh, to grow with the organization, but also um, to grow out sometimes. Because not everybody wants to be in retail. I, I find that hard to believe, but not everybody. They might want to, you know, go into healthcare, or they might want to go into welding or um, logistics of some sort. And we can help connect them with those types of jobs. So that's that is um, the Goodwill Guides 
program. Another one we have is New Beginnings, and that is um, where we will take individuals that have been previously incarcerated, and uh, when, when they come out of the system, we try and get them um, you know, within 90 days to six months of the system. We give them a job, and they work four days a week in that job. They get their 40 hours in, and we ask them to come back a fifth day, and we will wrap services around them. We will wrap education around them. We will help them with their interviewing skills, resume writing, help them earn certifications, give them field trips. Uh, to where they can find a job because our whole goal with New Beginnings is if you get in, we want to we want to um, get you into a place where you can interview for a job, have the skill set, have this work history for six months with goodwill, and uh, be able to work <clears throat> uh, find a job because um, what we're trying to do with that program is reduce recidivism rate. Mm-hmm. And what recidivism is, is, um, uh, you know, once a person is released, uh, they measure it, they go out three years. And if you have reoffended and um, uh, gone back into the system, that's not <laughs> obviously not a good thing. Unfortunately, 42% of county Indianapolis on an annual basis, which is right around 7,000 people, if you go three years past release, about half of them are back in the system. So we, um, like a lot of folks, know the, the answer to this is get them a job and then get them on a really good path and make sure we wrap around services so that they can find um, success. Our recidivism rate, we've done this for five years now, our recidivism rate is under 5%. So it's wow. uh, the job and wraparound service because they, you know, they taste success. Uh, there's value in work. And, uh, um, you know, when you can connect them with housing, you can connect them with healthcare, and you can connect mm-hmm. them with a lot of the other resources that sometimes, uh, unfortunately, people make decisions if they can't find work, uh, they got to feed themselves or take care of their families and they make, uh, make really poor decisions, which creates an opportunity for them to be back in the system. So we're we're trying to do our best to uh, to provide a resource there where where folks can uh, find success. Before we wrap up, um, I, I want to say that uh, it's funny that you are in our backyard because Kathy and I are here in Indianapolis too. And we've had such a pickle of a time with the audio today. Where are you? You're in Denver, correct? Yes. Yes. I'm in Denver with the uh, Indy Chamber. Ah. And um, we're doing a leadership exchange. So there's quite a few of us here learning about Denver and how they do things and hopefully bringing back some uh, uh, some lessons learned. But also it's a great opportunity to network with other community leaders um, sure. within the city. We're in Denver doing it. Kent, um, how can our listeners get in touch with you, learn more about Goodwill of Indiana? Um, can you maybe give us some social media contacts and also your website? Yeah, and you can find all of that. You can find our social media and uh, a way to connect on goodwillindy.org. Okay. That's goodindy.org. And you can find out how to connect uh, via social media to learn more. 
Uh, you can look at our annual reports. You can learn how to volunteer for those that might have interest. You can even learn how to uh, provide financial donations to Goodwill. So, And I, I do want to say so many of your listeners I know do connect with donations or come in and shop, and, and I really just wanted to, uh, and I said it earlier, just so very appreciative of the, the folks in Central and Southern Indiana for the support that they provide to Goodwill. So it's, it's amazing what dropping off one bag of um, used clothing can do uh, for a community. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, thank you, Kent, so much. Yes, I really enjoyed it, and have a wonderful day. Okay. Thanks. Bye, Kent. Okay. Bye. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Taking Care in Biz. That's Taking Care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take Take care care in business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information.